On April 21, 2016, eight members of the Roden family were murdered in Pike County, Ohio. Several members of the Wagner family were eventually arrested for the killings. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the True Crime Squad with myself. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. <laughs> Hello. It's going to take a minute to make that sound natural when I say it, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it doesn't roll off the tongue quite like our old uh, Not handle did, yet. but we're going to get there. Yeah. We are. So you may have noticed some changes around here. And that is because we are rebranding. We have given ourselves a new name. We are now True Crime Squad. And you are part of our squad. You've already been a part of our squad for two and a half years and Mm -hmm. 580 episodes or something like that. Mm -hmm. But we decided it was time to rebrand to get a little closer to what we're actually doing versus what we were doing at the very beginning of this podcast. So you will be seeing a few changes around here as we go, but um, the biggest one is that we're the True Crime Squad, and we are Mm -hmm. inviting you to join our squad. You know, one of the things that we like to do, we like to educate about the the criminal justice system. We like to give you a call to action on a pretty regular basis of something Mm -hmm. you can do to help as well as share the true crime stories. And so Mm -hmm. we wanted to get a little closer to uh, what we were doing now in our branding. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not going to stop doing the psychic stuff, but we are going to do it a little differently. So you'll be hearing about that coming up. We are going to put the psychic hour into part of our subscription service over on YouTube, but it's going to be super cheap, like 99 cents cheap. For the month. Yeah. Um, but we want to kind of go more um, true crime publicly and do our psychic work uh, more on our Patreon and in our YouTube membership. So we will see how that goes. Of course, we want you all here. We want to include you all. And we want you to be um, our squad because we know yep. that working on this stuff together we really can make actual change in our communities. And that that's a big goal of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, Katie, besides all that, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. We had a fabulous weekend. Uh, last weekend celebrating my birthday. So now we're like just yeah. coming back to reality around here. and Right. <laughs> just, you know, living the dream. It's really freaking hot. But, you mm-hmm. know. Tis the season, so we can't complain too much about that. But no, I am all is well. My little Bruno, his poor little eyes are finally clearing up, so he doesn't oh, good. look uh, a little scary to look at anymore. So that's <laughs> yeah, we'll take it. Pretty swollen eyes. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. Well, good. Yeah. Well, we have lots to get to today, so why don't we get there? You're going to start us off with a crime update. Yes. A 
TikToker that I follow, that some of you guys probably follow, has suffered an unthinkable tragedy. And she has a plea to action that I wanted to share with you guys. Her name is Ophelia Nichols. She is known on TikTok as Shoe Lover 99 but most especially, she's known as Mama Tot. Why is she known as Mama Tot? Because she refers to her listeners as her tater tots. She is everyone's mama. She is the sweetest human on the planet of Earth. She, on her page, does everything from empowerment to telling you things your mama should have but never did and mm-hmm. helping keep women safe. And it's just overall just a, an absolute shining star in she this is. world. And last weekend, her 18, almost 19-year-old son was murdered. And so rather than tell you about it, I'm going to let her tell you about it. She has a TikTok uh, asking for help from people who maybe saw something or know something. And I wanted to share that with you guys because uh, she deserves that. For sure. So here we go. Uh, the word has already gotten out and I'm just being overloaded with messages and I need to let everybody know but I'm doing this video for a reason because I need y'all's help I ain't never asked y'all for anything but I need your help with this. There's almost 7 million people that follow me. Somebody's got to know something. Today would have been my baby child's 19th birthday. But he was took from me last night. He took from my children and my husband and our family. My son was murdered. He was shot. And I have this hatred in my heart that I don't recognize. Because I've never felt hate for anybody. This individual took my son's life. Even she's 18 years old, that's the best part of somebody's life. And I know they're out there in my tail. They're out there. They're out there living and breathing when my son is dead. And I want you to look at my son. Look at my son. Look at him. Look at him. you took him from me look at his face look because i'll never see it again somebody knows who did this to my child and i'm asking for somebody's help anybody's this my son my son my son please 
please. That was brutal. Damn. It was really tough to watch. So sad. She is saying that the police are telling them they have a couple of suspects. And my God, I hope they find who did this. Mm-hmm. Where, where, is, where are they from? Where did this happen? This happened in, well, in Alabama. I'm not sure where. Mm-hmm. The article I'm reading says Alabama, but it doesn't say city. No, no. He was shot at a gas station and drove himself to another gas station where he died in his car. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, That's wild. It must be a big city in Alabama because it's. uh... Oh, Pritchard. Oh, Pritchard. A Pritchard gas station. I don't know if that's, I don't know. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. At any rate, I I certainly hope that, uh, that somebody says something. Yeah, it is Pritchard. And, and helps the police figure out what the hell happened to this kid. Right. Well, as always, if you saw something, say something. Yep, as always. That's our motto. And all of our love going out to Ophelia and her family. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I am going to pass the mic back to you for our main case. Yes. All right. So you've probably heard of the Pike County Massacre. We have not covered it before, but I thought it might be interesting to cover because one of the murderers, well, accused murderers is in court right now Ah. um, in this case. And so I'm just going to tell you a little bit about the story about what happened. And then we'll talk about what's happening with it now. Great. So this occurred um, on the night of April 21st to the 22nd of 2016. This was in Pike County, Ohio was near a little town called Peebles. And eight members of the Roden family were shot and killed in four different homes in Pike County in one night. Oh, my God. Right? Um, So a family member came to one house to help feed animals and found everyone in that house. Well, all the adults and... A 16-year-old boy was also killed, were dead. Wow. And then they started checking on the rest of their family, who all lived in about an eight-mile radius total. And some of them were actually much closer than that, but the furthest away one was eight miles. Mm -hmm. And then they start calling the police from all these houses because all of the adults in these homes have been shot execution style. Yeah. Three young children, including two infants, uh, were left alive. But in a house full of dead adults. Yes. Oh, my God. Actually, one of them was in bed with their dead mother. 
Oh, yeah. They believe that it was at least two shooters. Um, I, they did believe, obviously, that it was premeditated, mm -hmm. that the Roden family knew the people who committed this murder, sure. these murders. And so they started investigating. And what they found was, well, pretty interesting. The first thing that they discovered is that the rodents had a pretty big marijuana grow and cockfighting operation going on. Oh. Um, however, they couldn't find any connection between the marijuana and the cockfighting and their deaths, which kind of seems okay. hard to believe, but they couldn't find any connection. Mm -hmm. So they did immediately have suspicions about the Wagner family. Jake Wagner had been, he was an ex-boyfriend of one of the victims, Hannah Roden, and was the father of her three-year-old. Three-year-old did uh, survive this, was not shot. Yeah. Um, in November of 2018, the police arrested four members of the Wagner family. So this was a real family affair, which I think is very interesting and terrifying. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we have George Billy Wagner III, who is the dad, mom, Angela Wagner, George Wagner IV, and Jake Wagner. Now, mm -hmm. these people, mom and dad are 47 and 48. The boys are 27 and 26. Uh, they also arrested a couple of family members who were, um, who had been, were charged with perjury and obstructing justice because they had been misleading investigators because the Wagners oh. uh, scattered and sort of spread out. Sure. And they were in, they were in different states in different counties and stuff when they were uh -huh. found. So Jake Wagner did pretty quickly um, confess and plead okay. guilty. Wow. But he said he only committed five of the murders. Uh, he was given um, eight life sentences. Wow. He pled guilty to eight counts of aggravated murder, felony conspiracy, four counts of aggravated burglary, Unlawful possession of a dangerous ordinance because he had a some kind of explosive. Um, multiple oh. counts of tampering with ev evidence, forgery, unauthorized use of property, interception of wire, oral communication, obstruction of justice, engaging in a pattern of corrupt activity, and unlawful sexual contact with a minor because his relationship with Hannah Roden started when she was 13. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you can't really get worse than Jake Wagner. Yeah. But maybe you can because his parents were also involved in this. Yeah. Um, so as part of his guilty plea, the state did not seek the death penalty for any for Jake or his parents or his brother. Wow. Now, he did say that he only shot five of the eight victims and he agreed to cooperate with the prosecutors and testify against his family members. Wow. Yeah. 
So last year in September of 2021, he was sentenced to eight consecutive life sentences. Uh, Also in September of 2021, Angela Wagner, mom, pled guilty to conspiracy to commit aggravated murder, several counts of aggravated burglary, tampering with evidence and other charges as part of her plea deal. Uh So now we have left dad and brother. And that's where things are getting interesting. So George Wagner IV, who is the brother, one year older than Jake, Uh has pled not guilty. He says he shot no one. And that he didn't do any of this. Uh, Their dad, George Wagner III, has also pled not guilty. Um, They... (laughs) The family members have all agreed to testify against brother George (laughs) in court. I mean, these people, (laughs) uh, you know, and this is just, this just happened on June 21st of this month. So this was, you know, they just, Uh um, the judge is going to allow testimony um, against George, George Wagner, the fourth from his parents and his brother. Wow. I mean, a family that slays together does not stay together? I guess not. Right? It is believed that this whole thing and murder of eight people stemmed from a custody dispute over the three-year-old child that Jake Wagner and Hannah Roden had together. Oh, my God. And that their solution was to murder the majority of this family. Good Lord. Right? Okay, how old was Hannah when the three-year-old was born? Uh, like 16-ish. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's all this statutory, so yeah. much stuff, right? Um, so, the, George the Fourth's attorney is like, this is not fair because... Jake Wagner isn't, he, he, he had, there's motivation to spin this his way uh-huh. because of his deal that keeps the death penalty off the table. Uh-huh. And so he's saying that, you know, it's, this is not fair for him to be able to testify against him. And the judge said, too bad. We're doing it. Uh-huh. Um, so well, he that, is. Why can't the jury decide if he's credible? You right. Know. And and I think that that's really what's going on here is that that's what they want to do. So we're going to keep an eye on this because we have both George Wagners to work their way through the system and mm-hmm. to be testified. And a show of testimony from everyone testifying against each other. Right. Yes. Interesting. Also, there's some evidence that there was a vote taken in the family oh. about whether or not they should do this. And oh. the vote was taken by mom, Angela Wagner. My God, lady. Right? Yeah. How is this your solution? Right. How is this your solution? These guys uh, attended the Brian Laundry School of Thought. Right? These people are terrifying. And hopefully stay behind bars for life because oh, yeah. they are very scary. You know, mm-hmm. solving your custody problem by mur- murdering eight people and then going on the run. Uh, mm. terrifying yes 
So nice. we're going to keep an eye on this. This Wagner case is a huge thing in Ohio. And, you know, the Roden family, of course, you know, absolutely horrified by their loss. Well, yeah. Geez. It's just unbelievable. The whole thing is unforgivable. And a bunch of kids left without parents. Yes. Children left without parents. And, you know, now, I mean, we have Jake and Angela have pled guilty and now they're going to testify against the Georges. And mm -hmm. I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty insane. Yeah, it is. But I wanted to share it because this is a big case in Ohio right now. And, you know, people are certainly out for blood on this when they want those wagons uh, yeah. to go away forever. And it really seems likely that they will. So, uh, yeah, we will <sighs> continue to update you as George goes to trial and we see, you know, more information comes out. We'll hear what everybody yeah. has to say about what George's involvement was. Right. Because where the other two pled guilty, we haven't seen much. So Right. Right. We haven't. This will be the first trial mm -hmm. in this case. So all of our Ohioites who are familiar with this case, you know, you'll be glad to know we're covering it. Yeah. And we're also just really horrified by it. Mm-hmm. And with that, Katie, I'm going to send it over to you for something else we'll probably be horrified by <laughs> with some WTF news. Yeah. Any bets on how young you think the world's youngest serial killer is? Six comes to mind. Yep. So this is... Armajit Sada. Okay. And yes. Well, he started when he was a little younger. By the time he was 10, he had murdered three children. My God. Uh, all three of them were relatives. Okay. One of them was his little sister. The other two were other children in his family. And he chose babies. He murdered three babies oh. in the span of 12 months. So I guess he was nine, 10 years old when these happened. Mm -hmm. uh, this, of course, happened in India in 2006 and 2007. So he beat six-month and eight-month-old cousins uh, to death, or, or a six-month-old cousin to death, and then his eight-month-old eight sister to death, and then a six-month-old baby boy to death after that. My God, were, were they not suspecting him? Uh, the family knew about the first two crimes. Uh, he came from a very poor, uh, like, field laborer family, and they kept them private as family matters to protect the family, according to an uncle. Oh, my God, and then let him do it a third time? Mm-hmm, after the third oh, one. Holy hell. Uh, the third one was, okay, so the first two were relatives. The third one was not. Um, the in, the articles about this kid are very varying because mm. this all happened in India in a very poor area where, like, there's not a lot of info. So mm -hmm. I apologize for that. But uh, a woman named Chuchin Devi left her baby at a primary school in 2007. His name was Kushbu. When she returned, he was missing. And not long after that, a neighbor of uh, the Debbie family, Sada, faced charges. Mm. His 
The people who knew him knew, said he had a dark streak and that they had previously suspected him of deaths of the children in his family. So there were some people in their village that called the police and said that they felt like they should look at him for this. And the police were like, ah, he's 10 years old. So no, mm. but, uh, the villagers kept pushing, putting pressure on the police. The police finally put some pressure on their family. Uh, and the parents eventually allowed the son to talk to the police and absolutely deadpan. He said, yeah, he took Kushbu six months old from, stole her from the preschool or the, the primary school. He said he hit her with bricks until she died and buried her in a shallow grave. Oh my God. And he led the authorities straight to her grave. Wow. Terrifying. And then he told them all about how he had murdered his little sister and cousin. Oh, my God. And he had beat them all to death. Jesus. Yep. So he was tried for this. Mm -hmm. And he was detained at a children's home. But under India law, he could only be detained at a children's home until he turned 18. Oh, dear. He was released in 2016. And nobody knows where he is. Oh. Mm-hmm. Under a different name, killing somewhere else, I would imagine. Yeah. Very scary. That's horrifying that they couldn't hang on to him. Mm-hmm. So the world's youngest serial killer is currently just wandering loose. And now, has he committed more crimes? We don't know. But I think it's terrifying to think that he's out there in the world. Yeah, because kids yeah. that start killing that young, no. they're, they're never going to not. Yeah. <sighs> Yikes. Yep. Very frightening. So... There you go. This has been a heavy episode. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> sometimes true crime is just that. Well, sometimes it is. And we just have to report what's happening. And mm -hmm. sometimes we can make it funny. And sometimes we cannot make it funny. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for that, Katie. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is our Wednesday episode. It means mm -hmm. that we will be back tonight at 7 p.m. Mountain for our case updates live stream, which we have lots of very interesting updates happening in the true crime world. We'll be sharing all of those and we're excited mm -hmm. to have you come and join us live if you can. We'll be live on our Facebook um on our Facebook page as well as our YouTube channel. So come find us on both. And don't forget, we're now the True Crime Squad. Please join our squad. Like, mm -hmm. subscribe, comment, share. Go find us on Patreon. Be a part of our squad over there as well. We put out two extra episodes a month. Mm -hmm. And you can benefit from that by becoming a patron. And there's lots of, uh, you get to see the back episodes too. And there's like, two years more than two years worth yeah of extra episodes over there so you want to check that out as well so we are true crime squad over there on patreon now so i just want to say thanks for being here and you know what we are true crime squad with christy and katie thanks Have for being day. here <laughs>